how I fathom spitting. Uh -huh. Like you ain't in my league to mention, pull out the savage written. This is my aphorisms, plus I got bad intentions. Call it the thirst for more and store Mojave vision. At times I'm on the H the Gandhi kicking. So pour a cup of that life liquid that's ever so omnipresent. Other times I'm on this beat, gon' catch a body mission. Like Sun ain't listening, then we hit him like Sunny listen. But nah, let me call my diction. Hello and welcome to the Two Guys Podcast, episode 413. I am one of your hosts, Brandon Niles. And I am your other co-host, Dwayne. How you doing today, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. We are discussing things early, early on a Friday morning uh, after the NBA draft has concluded where we saw far fewer trades than I think many of us expected, but it was a fun night. Uh, before we go into each pick and winners and losers and all our takes from last night, the most important question I have this morning is, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, man. I have to, let's start. I, I got to say something. You, uh... You alluded to this earlier when we talked uh, about your, your 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 precious daughter just kind of you know <laughs> being kind of a terror. I don't know what has happened. I don't know if it's summer, and you know the kids don't have school. If it's the heat, I don't know what it is. But my children have just become absolute like monsters. I don't know what's <laughs> happened. Yesterday, five thirty in the morning, my daughter comes bounding into our room demanding breakfast. And we're just demanding. like demanding, <laughs> and I was like, what, "What are you? What is?" My wife was just like, "What is happening?" Like, I was like I don't know what's happening. Come downstairs. She's fully dressed. It's five thirty <laughs> in the morning. It's like, "What is? What are you doing?" Like, so anyway, what, was I she... said that to say I said that to say I'm kind of dragging. <laughs> <laughs> was she uh, demanding like like a full on huge uh, breakfast, or was she just no. demanding her normal breakfast? Her normal breakfast. She wasn't demanding I make waffles or anything. Because that's, just... that's what I was. I was. I was. I was expecting her out there, knife and fork, saying, "I expect a frittata. <laughs> I want a full English breakfast right yes. now. I'll eat baked yes. beans. Yeah. <laughs> I want all of. I want freshly squeezed orange juice. Thank you very much, Father. No, she wasn't doing that. She was just up. She was asking to watch TV. She was dressed. It was five, six o'clock in the morning, and she was prepared. It was like she had to get. It was like she was trying to hurry up. She had to beat traffic to get to work. Yeah, she's like, Dad, I gotta commute. <laughs> we gotta go. Let's go. Yeah, she's got a thermos of coffee. Which which daughter is this? Zora. Zora. This Layla. Is very cute. Yeah, Zora. Layla, you gotta drag out of bed. <laughs> Louis starting to get that way. Louis starting to get the five, get to where you Zora's five thirty in the morning with a thermos of coffee ready to go. <laughs> thermos. She comes out with her thermos of coffee. I love She's it. Got a thermos of coffee. Black. She takes it black. She's like, oh man. Did you see what the market's doing? Jeez, <sighs> I got two calls this morning. <laughs> but I, I said all that to say I stayed up late doing draft, watching the draft, and then the kids were up this morning. It's just, it's been a mess. Yeah, maybe but Zora <laughs> should run the Kings. What are the Kings doing, Brandon? I don't know what they're doing. So. They somehow <laughs> didn't do what I expected them to do, and I'm still disappointed. I don't know why. Like, I like Keegan Murray. I think I'm mostly disappointed for Keegan Murray. You know what I mean? I know what you should do. Everybody, listen to this. Go to FanDuel right now and put $1,000 on Jay Nivey to win Rookie of the Year. <laughs> 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 because Jay Nivey, that I saw this graphic of like all the picks like the in, in the you know last twenty years or so that the Kings have made, and they have just habitually picked the wrong guy 
like the pick before the guy. Like they pick, <laughs> they picked Thomas Robinson right before Dame. Yeah, they picked you know they picked uh oh what's my guy's name right before um Luca. Who was that? I forget his oh, name. Oh, uh, Bagley. Him. Yeah, Marvin Bagley. Bagley. Marvin Bagley, my guy. I love Marvin Bagley. Yeah, I was low I was, on Bagley. Bagley's one of the ones I, I was low on. Yeah, I was high on Bagley. Listen, we, they aren't all winners. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, they took Keegan Murray for, and uh, Keegan Murray and A.J. Griffin are two guys in this draft that I just, I don't, I don't see it. Yeah. A lot of people seem to see it. I don't see it. They both kind of look like busts to me. Murray had a big rise, like, right? Wasn't he bad and then suddenly good and, like, he yeah, had one, well, he he, one like, good year, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's, like, I, I just feel like you – he just looks like a guy to me. Like, I feel like those guys are a dime a dozen. You can get those guys everywhere, right? Yeah. Is that a thing is, – is is NBA – like, in, in, in football – like if a running back busts out and has a great season, then you don't really worry about it. that's fine. He just maybe he got more opportunities, whatever the case may be. But like if a quarterback busts out and has one good season and he was bad before that, it's a flag for me. Now it doesn't always translate mm. poorly, right? Like like yeah. you know, Burrow's great and he was a fringe draft prospect the year before uh he was the you know, the year before his final season. But generally speaking, that's a flag for me. If they kinda come out of nowhere, uh yeah. is is that a thing in basketball? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Be wary of the guy who everyone is telling you was a can't miss guy who uh -huh. you had not heard of the year before. Be wary of those guys. Because... I, I know we always have this talk about a guy who rises up the ranks because he had a good tournament. Like we always talk it like Dante yeah. DiVincenzo was one of those guys who who's actually yeah. car carving out a nice little career when he's healthy. But um. But, you know, he was somebody to definitely be wary about. You know, we have uh, Adam Morrison was definitely a tournament guy. Um, those are kind of the, the, the two that yeah. pop into my head. Was there one that of guy in this year? Yeah, that guy in this draft is the Ochai. Oh, I'm going to butcher his last name, and I'm sorry. Agbahi, the guy from Kansas. Yeah. That's 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 who that is, this draft. I think he went he went 14th to the Cavs. That's not a bad spot for him. But, mm -hmm. yeah, that's, that's the guy in this draft, the guy who played really, really well in the tournament. He had a good year all year. Let's not say he wasn't good. But yeah. he had a really, really – that tournament pushed him into the lottery. Yeah. Um, he, he, you know he what I want? Late first I want ESPN to figure it out. I'm doing the picks by round, right? And they have the team that drafted, not the team they're actually going to play for. Oh, get listen. That, get that right. Get that, get that figured out, NBA, just in general. Uh, quick, bef before we dig too deep into this, we've got to get – who needs two guys? ESPN needs two guys. Their entire <laughs> draft coverage was garbage. Like it was, all of it was ABC, pretty bad. ABCs was even worse somehow. They had Stephen A. It's like, listen, you know what I don't want? I don't want ten minutes of Stephen A. and Spike Lee complaining about the Knicks making a trade. How about tell me what the trade was? It yeah. took me half an hour to figure out what that trade was. Yeah, it's too much. It's too much. Just how about explain what the actual trade is and just not have Stephen A. and, and Spike Lee praying for the Knicks to take a player? Like, what's the trade? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know who's got a great list is The Athletic. And I know The Athletic is a paid subscription, but, like, The Athletic knows what they're doing. They've got a nice pick-by-pick -pick analysis from John Hollinger. They've got a nice list that says the team that's actually – that actually got the player. Like, it just – Right. so much better. Yeah. Um, also, stop <laughs> making the players wear the hat of the team that they're not going to play for when we all know that that's the case. Like, this has been don't a thing for years. It's ridiculous. I don't get it. I don't know why they insist on doing that.
Yeah. What? You know what happened? Look, it's been on Twitter for 15 minutes at that point. Like, <laughs> we, we, we know what's happening. <laughs> and the players know, because every time that that's the case, the player never says anything about the team of the hat they're wearing. Yeah. Because the player knows wearing. that they've been traded. Yeah, yeah. The only time that's ever happened is uh, Mikael Bridges for. Um, oh, remember that? That was because so he legitimately sad. thought he was going to Philly. So he's um, from Philly. His mom works for the Sixers. The Sixers drafted him, and then they traded him. That was, that's one of the saddest draft night moments I've ever. I remember. And you, and you know what? Good on you, Mikael Bridges, because you're exactly yeah. the type of player Philly could have used last year. So. Yeah, you tell him Philly would much rather have him right now. Mikael Bridges, Mikael Bridges won that trade. So. <laughs> absolutely did so uh let's uh there's a lot i want to get to but first of all i want to talk to everyone seems to be mad at the number one pick mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. yeah i don't Orlando know why. magic took paulo Banchero. i don't think they're mad at the pick i think they're mad because <laughs> the magic kind of led everyone to believe they were taking jabari smith okay yeah and 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 in like yeah, I think that they wanted Benchero the entire time, but what the Magic wanted was for someone to try to trade up for Jabari Smith. Yeah, so that makes, makes sense. perfect sense. Yeah, it makes sense. What they did makes perfect sense, guys. Like they misled everybody all week. It's like yeah, <laughs> that's, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah that's they not did. new. You know what it is? You know what it is? <laughs> it's bet. It's betting culture. We're all betting now, and yeah, and so we're annoyed. Because we got our bets wrong, and that's what it is. <laughs> and it's it's it's. I'm telling you, man, the betting culture has gone. It, it's it's going way far down the hole, man. It we we are bad. so it's... far deep into this betting culture, and and that's what it is. That's why we care. Because there's there's nothing wrong with with the little smoke and mirrors pre-draft. Yeah. it's it's the way it's teams been going have been doing that ever for since ever the draft since there's started. been drafts. Yeah, <laughs> yes, since there's been drafts, teams have been doing that. Yeah, they were they were trying to bait Houston or someone else to try to bait up into the first pick to get Jabari Smith. Like, yeah, yeah it's what they should have done. They knew yeah. who they wanted. They knew even if we dropped the third, we're still probably getting Ben Chero because Oklahoma City is is, is obviously going to take Chet Holmgren. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think Chet Holmgren will try to get the Oklahoma City Thunder to change their name to the Oklahoma City Chets? Maybe. Okay. It's a, it, you know, there's it, it's more than a zero percent chance that that he'll try. Chet, I saw that someone said I saw a Twitter. This is mean. Twitter's very mean. Twitter is um, Twitter is awful. <laughs> Twitter's very mean. Someone said that he looked like a combination between Tyler Hero and the evil restaurant critic from Ratatouille. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I was like, you know what? He kinda does, and that's yeah. very mean. <laughs> yeah, that's that's funny. That's 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 funny. That's really mean though. Um We need to stop we need to stop by just commenting on how people look, and I do it all the time. <laughs> I may or may not have had a running commentary on people's suits every draft. It's one of my favorite parts of the draft. Suits are different, though. Suits are a choice. You know what I mean? Right. You choose to – you remember when Ezekiel Elliott wore the little half shirt under his jacket at the draft? Yeah. I feel like it's completely – You can make a comment about that. That's It's completely appropriate to mock that, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Although, if I had had abs like Ezekiel Elliott, I would find every excuse to have them exposed as well. Fair yeah. enough, Ezekiel. Yeah, it's, I I always think that now that I'm 40, I always think like in my head, whenever like any young person is showing off their body, I'm always like, you you enjoy that? That's awesome. Yeah, it's like <laughs> you do you. You look like that. Because when, when I was young, like I I didn't I didn't look like that, and and I was right. still very excited about like 
you know, like like I had no qualms like ripping my shirt off and wandering around, you know, without yeah. a shirt on when I was 18, 19, 20. Like uh, most of the pictures of me in that phrase uh, or in that phase of my life, I no shirt probably had an illicit uh, beverage in my hands. Yep. And for some reason, my tongue was out. So. I, I just don't uh, – I, I it's hard for me to judge. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, my goodness. So let's say this. The top three picks, Banchero to Orlando, Holmgren went to OKC, Jabari Smith went to Houston. Which of those three guys you think have the biggest impact on those on their team? Um, I, It's got to be Paolo, right? I – yeah, I, I yeah, I would probably say Paolo. I also I think I think Houston probably Jabari Smith fits very well with Houston. But with 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 Jalen Green and everything they got going there, but Banchero just he just seems like the, the he seems like you, you just put him on any team yeah. and he'll make the team better. Yeah. This and, is not saying that I this is not to say that I think he's like some like you know, all-star, you know, all-NBA player waiting to happen. But he just seems like the other two guys seem much riskier. Banchero seems the safest bet to be a contributor. Uh, I think Shep Holgren is going to really struggle. And it's kind of baffling to me that people seem hesitant <laughs> to say that. Like, it, it's, it, it just it it seems obvious feel. to me. <laughs> now I'm not saying I think he's gonna go out and be unplayable and out of the league in two years, but it just doesn't. It he does not seem like a franchise changing player to me. <laughs> I just don't see it, man. <laughs> I think I think Blazer fans especially have just have a hard time because there's just too many similarities to Zach Collins, and we saw Zach Collins come out lots of you know perimeter talent and shot blocking ability and size but he was rail thin and people said he's going to get bodied down low and he's not going to be able to he's going to be a uh, a mismatch on both sides of the ball and then he's going to have a hard time staying healthy and all those things came to fruition with Zach Collins so it's My f- it's hard not to look at Chet Holmgren who came from the same school and has like a similar but now obviously Holmgren has more going for him right yeah um, he's a he's a better perimeter player i'd say than than that Collins was. Yeah, yeah, but absolutely. The builds are very but, but similar. The, the similarities are too similar. For... <laughs> My favorite part of the draft last night was when Benchero went one, they were showing all these highlights of Benchero about how he can bully on the post, get by guys, and uh, just kind of finish strong at the rim. And you uh-huh. know how they showed the little highlight package? Yep. Like, three of the clips in that highlight package was him straight abusing Chet Holmgren. (laughs) (laughs) And just like, guys, he's doing that to Chet. (laughs) And then they get to Chet, and one of the strengths of Chet was his awareness around the rim, his ability to protect the paint. And I was like, well, you just showed clips of the number one pick just straight demolishing him. (laughs) You don't think... NBA guys are going to be able to do the same thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and that's and not just guys like, you know, not just guys who 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 abuse everyone like Joel Embiid, but like Right. You know, Yusuf Nurkic. Like it, anybody. Like <laughs> Anybody's going to Ben Simmons. You don't think yeah. Ben Simmons is going to be able to put his body on him in the paint even if you if you put him at the wing? 
Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. Yeah, because like, they're going to need to play Holmgren at the 3-4, like stretch 4-3. He'll play the 3-4, yep. Yeah, and that's – that was a lot of talent at that position. I Yeah, it's going to be interesting so, to see what happens. There's so many guys that that position is just – it's just so different now. Uh-huh. It's like Carl Anthony Towns. He'll probably get switched on to ta- – Towns would abuse him. Oh, yeah, Towns. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a nightmare. I just – I don't know. I, Again, these are all things that ever. Kendrick Perkins said this on the draft coverage last night. The great analytical mind of Kendrick Perkins <laughs> compared him to Giannis. These are all things we said about Giannis. This is all true. Everyone said Giannis was too thin. He needs to gain weight. He needs to gain muscle. He needs to gain you know lateral movement. All the things are true. And Giannis put on thirty five pounds of muscle and became an MVP and won mm-hmm. a title. Yeah. If Chet does that, then sure. Yeah. Yeah. Then I'd be like, <laughs> if we see Chet in two years and he looks like Giannis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, then yeah, the calculus changes, of course, right? <laughs> but yeah. But for now, I don't know. <laughs> I'm out on Chet. I don't see. I think it's much more likely that Chet does not do that than he does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've seen guys change their bodies, though. Remember, young Kevin Love was kind of doughy. Yeah. Kind of yeah. flabby and then like he's four felt. years four years into his career or five years into his career, he completely changed his body. JJ Reddick did the same thing. Yeah. Guys could do it. Kev, oddly Carmelo Anthony never did. <laughs> Mel Melo had like that um half a season in Portland where he slimmed down quite a bit to play the to play the three. But Yeah. Denver Denver Mello. If Denver Mello had got on that that Giannis plan and and really really trimmed down and added muscle. The guy would have won an MVP. He'd have been a monster. Denver, yeah, Denver Mello was was an, a monster. No one could stop Mello from scoring. Yeah, tell me, um, tell me about Detroit's draft. Oh man, so Detroit got lucky and J- Jay Nivey fell to their spot, and I think he's the fell to that. He's their perfect, 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 perfect running mate for Cade. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. They somehow, I'm still not entirely sure of, of the details. They ended up with uh, Jalen Duran mm-hmm. via New York, I think. <laughs> I don't I even think, know. I don't even know. I got confused. I, think, <laughs> I got very, still very confused on that pick, but they ended up with him. Now, I didn't, I didn't, don't love the big guys in this draft, Duran <clears throat> or the guy that Charlotte ended up with, Mark Williams. I think both of those guys look like, kind of like projects to me. Uh-huh. But to put him on that Detroit team, with it's they're just filling out a roster in a way where it's just like it, everything makes sense. It's it's yeah. it's like the opposite of what Sacramento is doing, right? Where it's like even if Sacramento had taken Jaden Ivey, that doesn't make sense because you just you you have guards. You don't need guards. So I get why they didn't take him, but at the same time. Whenever the the fit falls perfectly into what you're building, that's whenever you you have a chance to to strike something special, right? Because mm-hmm. like the fit works, it's the best player on the board, it's a position that you need. Yeah, like let's just roll with it. And now you you put him. They traded Jeremy Grant, which is fine. Uh, they did they they do still have Marvin Bagley, which we don't know what he ever is going to become. But then you got Sadiq Bay there. You've got Isaiah Stewart, who we love. Mm-hmm. I I love 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 what Detroit is doing. 
Now, I, they probably still aren't going to make the playoffs this year, but it, it's a work in progress. Unless they can swing a trade and and somehow land uh, DeAndre Ayton, who apparently is interested in going there. That that sounds – and, they you know, it sounds like they have enough space to just sign him outright, right? Uh, now, obviously, Phoenix yeah. would have the opportunity to match – uh, and it I would be know. a sign. It would be a sign and trade. It would be a sign and trade because Phoenix isn't just gonna let him go. They would work something out for a sign. That's what would normally happen. Yeah. What if they? That's what would normally happen. But there's bad blood there. Like, do you think that there is? There really I, is. I, I mean, <laughs> and I don't really know I, what happened. I mean, Detroit <laughs> could just offer him a max deal with like all sorts of you know. I don't know what kind of poison pills um, you can do legally in basketball, but like n- normally. Those types of things normally sign and trades happen because a player wants to go to a team that can't sign them and, and is trying to, or and he's trying to do his team with a solid. No, no, yeah, no, that's what no. normally happens because you don't I, have I don't to do those so. things. No, I don't think so. I think most I of do. the time, I think it's the team doesn't want to lose them for nothing, and the player wants to go to a team that doesn't have cap room. I think it's a, a symbiotic relationship, right? It's it, not, yeah, but the, but. Yes and no, because like yeah. Durant did that with Golden State. Durant didn't have to sign do a sign and trade when he went to when he went to Brooklyn. They could have signed him straight out, and he did a sign and trade. Yeah, okay. So I would call that probably the exception. <laughs> I just don't think players are running around going, and teams neither. I don't think players are running around going. You know what? I'm going to help my previous team, and I'm going to deplete no. the talent on my on my yeah. next team. Now, now I do not. Now I. D- 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 Aiton probably won't do that because for whatever reason he seems to hate Phoenix and yeah. Phoenix seems to hate him. Yeah, <laughs> I don't and really know and what I don't happened. Think, and I don't think teams are going around being like, "Let me help this player." Like I, and Detroit, I, I don't think that's the way it goes. Detroit can sign him outright. Aiton doesn't care what happens to Phoenix, and Phoenix doesn't <laughs> want to pay Aiton the max. So I, I don't think it needs to be a sign and trade. I think it will. I think it will end up be. If he goes there, I think it will end up being a side. It might be. The only reason it would do that would be because Detroit doesn't want to uh, wait the amount of time and tie up their cap space and wait the amount of time for Phoenix to decide whether or not to decline it or not. So, right. I, I think that would How be long the only is the, reason. That moratorium is like what is it? Five days or something like that? Something like that. In which case, if yeah. Phoenix ends up signing it. Uh, or if Phoenix ends up matching it, then um, Detroit, Detroit, you know, screwed. lost yeah. a lot of time. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, because <laughs> five days in NBA free agency, everybody's gone. So yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, I think that would be the only reason a sign and trade happens because Detroit could just sign him, and Phoenix doesn't want to pay him. They've made it abundantly clear that they don't want to pay him. So I also feel like. It, 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 I think that the motivation here is going to be Phoenix doesn't want to lose him for nothing. But but Phoenix doesn't really have – the only thing Phoenix could do to prevent that is by matching the contract. It's the only thing they can do. Right, but that's their leverage. That's their leverage. Their leverages will just match it. Yeah. Yeah, but would Phoenix – I mean, I so you could play chicken, right? Um, yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I'm just saying it, it may end up being a sign of trade, but I'm just saying like – They'll it doesn't like, need yeah, to be in this Phoenix, case. So. He signs a max deal with Detroit, and Phoenix goes, okay, give us Sadiq Bay or we'll just match the contract. That's the leverage. Yeah, okay. All right, maybe. And Detroit might just – I I don't know. I and don't Detroit know. either does Detroit it or they doesn't don't. Need, Detroit doesn't need to, they don't. to bring in a max player. I, I don't know. They don't. I, they don't. Like, that's the that, – that, but that's what the leverage is. Like, if they do it I, – I, that's the thing. Like, if he ends up there, if I'm Phoenix, it's exactly what I do. 
And it's I like guess, it's like yeah, and I guess you know one thing about that is Phoenix can match it and still trade to another team. So I guess absolutely that's the, they can I still guess trade him. The leverage. Um, <laughs> like they can still trade him. I don't know if they. Any, I think they like they can't trade him to like December fifteenth or whatever the date. Something is. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, but they could still trade him if they sign him. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. You're probably right. You know, you know basketball a lot better than I do. I just don't. I, it, it's going to be. It, it, Phoenix is going to be the only party of the three interested in that. I think so. Right, but they don't. But it's it's the, it's the leverage they have. This is why we kind of hate restricted free agency for this reason, because yeah. it kind of it gives the team a lot of power. Right. Yeah. It's like it, it gives although, the team. Although team power in basketball is harder to complain about than it is in football. Like, <laughs> yeah, with the, yeah, yeah. Because, because players have so much power, too. So. They do. They do. The NBA players, you know, you can't really complain about the, the team having a little bit of power when Durant is basically demanding what happens, with, controlling what happens with the Nets right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's basically Durant's team at the moment. Yeah, it's uh <laughs> again, I mean, I mean in a vacuum sure, we could have that complaint. I'm I'm totally on board with 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 the you know, players should have a right to play where they want, things like that. Like I I could get all on board with those types of things, but you know, we got James Harden like glittering his way out of Houston. Like I just I it's hard for me to it's hard for me to get to him. We got we got you know, like Dame is signed for 47 years, like and and, yep. and still every week we get people talking about how Dame's going to push his way out, and it's and I'm like, yeah. I mean, player power is a thing. So yeah, he's like, he's like, he's under contract. Like, yeah, he's under contract. <laughs> like, like the the guaranteed thing is supposed to go both ways. Even though the NBA apparently it doesn't, you could just kind of make a list of teams yeah. you want to go to, and and then that's we've, it. We've been screaming that for like five years with this Dame thing, and it's like, guys, he's under contract. Like Portland does not have to trade Dame. Yeah, like and they he, can and he if keeps they signing, want to. He keeps signing longer max extensions. I mean, like he, he <laughs> stays under contract. If it's, he wants uh, to, if he, if they want to trade him, they can, but they definitely don't have to. Yeah, yeah. And and they're all oh, Dame's gonna want out now. I'm like, I guarantee Dame is in on every single is in on every single move they made. I guarantee Dame was probably talking to Joe Cronin about Shaden Sharp last night. Like, there's no way. Yeah. The Blazers are making moves without Dame being a part of them right now. And there's no way they trade Dame until at least the trade deadline. And that's only if things go off the rails. So I don't think we we can put the Dame trade stuff to rest at least until the trade deadline gonna, and probably not until next year. So they're going to they're going to at least want to see the new team on the floor together. Yeah. If, 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 if it goes out there and it looks like a trade wreck, then sure, maybe. But yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't think I, you're going to see, you that. know. I, I, I don't see – yeah, I they're going to give this a shot. And they're going to go they, – you know, they've still got the MLE. They still need to re-sign Anthony Simons, re-sign Yusuf, Yusuf Nurkic. Um, and, and there's still trade stuff out there. There's um, rumors that they're really interested in Matisse Teibel. Uh, it sounds like he's very gettable. So there's all sorts of things that the Blazers are still going to be looking into. And trading Dame isn't going to be one of them. I just guarantee – I guarantee they're not trading Dame this summer. So <laughs> – I, I don't think so either. Um, can we talk about Shannon, Shane Sharp? Yes, because I'm excited. Absolutely love Shane Sharp. Mm-hmm. I, I I think he's the perfect swing that that Portland needed to take. Now I will. There seem to be this this happens questioning of his uh, you know, you know his like his intentions, his his work ethic because he sat out last year and all these types of things. But yeah. That guy was the number one. He was the number one recruit coming into last year for a reason, and that's because the kid can play. 
Mm-hmm. He could flat out play. Now, we could talk about whether or not he sat out on his own, whether Calipari actually sat him for a year. Calipari said something very interesting last night, and I hate John Calipari. Let's just say yeah. this up front. I do yeah. not like John Calipari. Yeah. But John Calipari said that they made the decision for him to sit out because John Calipari said, I knew he was a number one pick. And someone asked, someone had asked him, like, how do you know he was a number one pick? And he was like, because I've had four of them. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> so I was like, dang, that's a flex. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. So let, let me it, ask you some Shaden Sharp questions and, uh, yes. and and Blazers in general, okay? Yes. Because um, I do think it, that, that was an interesting storyline, not just because uh, I'm a Blazer fan, but also, you know, they had intrigue at, at number seven. They had this number seven pick. This is a team, uh, an unusual lottery team because – uh, they tanked a season, um, but they have a bunch of guys coming back. Uh, they've got Dame. They've got a lot. So they are there are reasons for them to go into. So they pick up Jeremy Grant uh, for uh, the the Milwaukee Bucks um, first round pick, which is now in Charlotte. Uh, no, 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 it's now in New York. No, it's so, in New York. Yeah. We ended up with De- Denver's first round pick next year. Denver's which is first next protected. year, which I like better. It's a it's a sooner pick, so I like that. Better it's a sooner pick, even though it may be a worse pick when all said and done. Yeah. So, uh, you know, so the the argument here was uh, Joe Cronin, the, the GM for the Blazers, came out today and he said, you know, yeah, we were trying to shop the pick, uh, but we really love Shaden Sharp and we had made a decision that we needed to be wowed by a trade offer. And those are his words saying wowed by a trade offer uh, for the number seven. Otherwise, we were just going to take Sharp and we'd be happy with it. And nobody wowed mm-hmm. us. And so. Uh, we were happy to go forward with Shaden Sharp. So that that's Cronin's comment on it. Do you think they should have traded it, um, or and do you think uh, Sharp can contribute right away, which is what Portland wants right now? Or do you think they're hedging, hedging on the future right now, uh, which you know could be criticized in some ways? Uh, I yes, I do think it's kind of a hedge, but also. I think they should have traded the pick. I think they should not have traded Shaden Sharp for OG Ananobi. I would not have done that. Oh, interesting. Okay. I, I think Shaden Sharp is going to be better than OG Ananobi, okay. quite honestly. The, the rumors um, were that um, Portland was interested in trading number seven for OG Ananobi, but that Toronto wanted more, and Portland was like, no. Portland wanted more than OG? No, that, that Toronto wanted more than number seven. Than just the seven? Oh. And Portland was like, no. Yeah, I'd just rather have Sharp. Yeah? <laughs> I, just, I just honestly would. Maybe Shady Sharp stinks. Maybe yeah. he does. Maybe he comes out and he's absolute garbage. But from what I've seen, man, like, he's one of the best scoring guards in the draft. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, I've put him next to Dame. Yes, yeah. please. And he has he's, size and length, which is something Dame size, has never played next to. Length, <laughs> size and length. Yeah, I've not seen the kid play a lick of defense. So I don't know what he looks like on that end of the, of the ball. I ain't worried about it. <laughs> you can, you can. Yeah. That stuff can come along though. This kid just turned yeah. nineteen, so like Ex- exactly. And 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 I will say that this is kind of like a hedge for the future in a way because if he does pop, if he does really become like you know a, a rookie of the year candidate or all rookie candidate, and the team does suck, now you're looking at maybe you are flipping Dame. And you do have a guy that you can, you know, hope to be a part of your core going forward with him and Simons, right? So it's yeah. like it's it's the best of both worlds. If it pops, if he stinks, he stinks. 
Yeah. Right. But I think it's it's worth the swing at seven if there were no, you know, surefire vets that you could get with that seventh pick. I think it makes perfect sense. Yeah. I, I um, think Oh I, you, you hope it you hope it doesn't go that way, but if it does, I don't think it's the end of the world for Portland. Yeah. Um what can he do this year? Like should we expect anything from him this year? Um, I would expect him to come off the bench this year. Uh-huh. And I would expect him I I my guess would be for him to be somewhere around the, you know, fifteen points per game, ten to fifteen points per game. I don't again, he's not playing competitive That's basketball. Solid. I think the kid could score, man. Yeah. The kid can just flat out score. And I think he's gonna be able to score in the NBA. He's got the body, he's got the shot for it, he's got the handles for it. I just don't I don't see a world where he just comes out and is unplayable. Yeah. I don't see that. Now I I that I don't know if he's he's not taking over your team as a rookie. I don't think he's seen anything like that. Because I do think he's still going to be pretty raw. He, like I said, he, he didn't play in college. Last thing we saw of him was in, was in high school. And I, I saw someone on Twitter saying it's crazy to draft someone top 10 based purely off of these, you know, off of these. You know, I know where these, you're going these, with this. <laughs> these high school clips that we've seen from, from, from nowhere. I was like, oh, really? Please tell me more how you feel about Usman Deng. <laughs> Have we seen like? Please tell me about all of the high quality footage you've seen of Usman Dane. <laughs> what are we also, talking about? Also, didn't we used to draft like kids out of high school? We used school to draft guys out of high school. <laughs> yeah, used to do that all the time. Used to be. Probably we'll go back to doing it because uh, the, the words from uh, the um, Adam Silver seem to indicate that he would prefer that kids could come out after high school. So, yeah. Um, to Ugh. change back to that. Very, very interesting. Uh, I, uh, I'm i excited about it. You've talked me into this kid. Um, I went and watched uh, a little bit of highlights from him. He definitely looks like uh, too big for the gyms that he's playing in. and, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. and uh, <laughs> So I don't know what to glean from it. But uh, I will say <laughs> that when he got to Kentucky, he had a whole bunch of pre- – and this is all stuff I've learned in the last, like, 12 hours. So uh, uh-huh. when he got to Kentucky, um, people would go to scout the team, and they were so focused on watching him just warm up and practice because he looked so explosive, <laughs> and he looked like such such a better prospect than anyone else that was out there. And this is at Kentucky, yeah. so that's something. Yeah. I think he has the potential to be the runaway best player in the draft. Yeah. Uh, give me that. Give me all that. <laughs> yeah he could also stink it's a risk that's yeah. what the draft is it's a risk he could fall flat on his face and be terrible could also yeah. happen <laughs> yeah i love it and like i said portland they are in this weird spot but there is an argument to be made that you know og and Anobi and uh you know og and Anobi isn't going to make this team uh, a finals contender and so swinging makes sense uh while Absolutely. you are also trying to get better with uh you know by bringing in jeremy grants and things like that they and again they still have some moves they could make they could bring back joe ingles uh they could they could use the mle they could trade eric bledsoe and get something uh because he's he's you know basically um free money eric bledsoe so somebody trying to dump a contract uh that that's an option so there there are still moves they can make um i said this earlier in the week i i said i'd be shocked if portland picked that uh kept the pick and i am surprised but i'm, I'm happy enough about it um but i also said we need to look at portland's off season in august september and not in june so i would say yeah the thing you said uh i don't think og Ananobi gets portland closer to the finals than shaden sharp does yeah yeah and so i think that it's it's the right pick 
I love it. I love this. This is. I want all of this. We can just end the show now. I feel good. <laughs> I feel. I feel good, Dwayne. Brennan's like, I'm good. Let's go. I'm ready to go. <laughs> Uh, t- tell me about uh, can, your beloved Hornets. I was gonna say, can we talk about what Charlotte did? Because yeah. I'm still kind of confused of what Charlotte did. Yeah, yeah. Um, Charlotte uh, had the 13th and the 15th pick in the draft. They took uh, Jalen Durant at 13 and then traded him to where I'm not. Uh, where, where'd he end up? Detroit. Traded him to ended Detroit, in, um, and New York was part of a three-team deal there. Yeah, that see, Kimball Walker ended up going to Detroit. Yep. Sniff. Yeah, makes me sad. It makes me sad. Got to Got to imagine. Got to imagine the end is coming for, sh- for shortly for Kemba. Yeah, he's he's become kind of the the added money in deals now. Yeah. Um. So we we and so I think we ended up with Denver's first next year, which is lottery protected. Yep. So we want them to make the playoffs. Go Denver. And like and like four seconds, four future seconds. Four seconds, like a New York second, Utah second, two New York seconds, I think. Yep. And like, so, uh, imagine that you know something will happen with those seconds—a package or something. I mean, they'll figure yeah, out gives, something. Gives you trade. Seconds. seconds are always nice. They're always useful. Seconds are always They're useful. They're useful to throw around. Yep. Um, and then at the fifteenth pick, we took Mark Williams, the kid from Duke. Now. You know how I feel about big guys from Duke. Yeah. <laughs> um, if I had my pick between Duran and Williams, I'd rather have Duran, but I'm not sure that Duran's a surefire guy too. A surefire can't miss. They both kind of look like projects to me. Yeah. Um, I also understand not wanting to take Duran because they just drafted Kai Jones last year, which is essentially the same player. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I, I was going to bring that up. I'm glad you brought that up. I was thinking about yeah, that, so that. I, that Mark Williams yeah. seems a little bit more like the um I don't I think he's got a higher floor than Dern. Like Dern could be an all star. Mark Williams is never gonna be an all star, but I think Mark Williams yeah. is is almost guaranteed to be like a solid fifteen minutes a night giving you like six and eight. You know what I mean? Like kind of re- reminds me of a, like a Kevin Looney is what he kinda reminds yeah, me of. Yeah, yeah, something like that. You know, I think he's going yeah. to be useful on the on Charlotte. I, I just yeah. you know, I don't think he's gonna be a game changer. I don't think he's a game changer either, but it, um, people seemed really upset that Charlotte didn't take both of them. I was okay. like, but guys, they picked up they picked up extra extra assets. I get it. I get if you're in the middle of this draft and you don't love anyone. This is why people were criticizing the Knicks for not taking anyone. If you're in the middle of this draft, late lottery, and you don't love anyone on the board, pick up some assets. Yeah, that's do what it. you should do. That's what you should do. If there's no one on the board that's banging your door down to, that you have to have. The Knicks picked up three firsts. They traded one of them to Charlotte, but they picked up three firsts for that number eleven. They absolutely they should have done that. Like, the, the, yeah, like instead of taking someone at eleven they don't love, pick up some extra picks. Yeah. Try again next year. I I think Makes that's sense the to me. right thing to do. I I I I'm never upset about trading down and picking up extra assets. Like if you don't like the board, you don't like the board. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And I think Charlotte got to 13, and they wanted Mark Williams. And they said, well, what can we do with this 13th pick to try to get some assets? And this is what they did. And I'm fine with it, honestly. Yeah, yeah, it um, works. I still think Charlotte needs a five. <laughs> <laughs> and they still might get one. You know, they, they still, they've got assets. They've got things to trade. You know, they, uh, they still might go after somebody like Miles Turner or something like that. Uh, can we Let's talk about a couple other guys. 
that went uh, here that I kind of love. Um, now, I don't want to talk about everyone, but I do want to talk about my guy, Malachi Branham, going to the Spurs, which I love. Yeah, yeah. the Spurs guy just can seem absolutely... to get players that are good, right? The Spurs, man. They just always seem... They got they got that Sohan kid that everyone loves. I'm not a Sohan guy, but everyone seems yeah. to love that kid. Sure. Uh, at nine. And then I, I would personally rather have Branham. Save that. Save that clip for whenever Sohan is rookie of the year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what What do you think of uh, Blake Wesley too? He's he's the other Spurs first. Uh, honestly, that, that's the the guard guy, right? He's a guard, yeah, right? F- freshman out of Notre Dame. Yeah. Yeah. He. I, I, I'm honestly not very familiar with him, but they. But if the rumors are true that they are, for some reason, shopping uh, Dejounte Murray. I don't know how true that rumor well, is. What I saw was they were like, hey, is Murray available? And they're like, yeah, sure, if you give us everything. That's that's no. what that's <laughs> that's, that's kind of what I gleamed from the conversations. Guard depth is in the NBA, you know, he's 6'4", so he's not quite a wing. Uh, but guard depth is something you could probably never have too much of in the NBA. Yeah, yeah. Just throw a bunch, throw a bunch of 6'4 to 6'7 guys on the court and just let them play. Um... But yeah, I love what the Spurs did. The Spurs just seemed just you know just slowly. And Pop, the thing that's weirdest about that team is Pop seems very happy with rebuilding. He's just taking his time. He's not. The Spurs haven't forced the dumb, forced the envelope any way stupid like the Lakers have and try to go get someone crazy. They're just building. Yeah, it's um crazy. The Spurs, you know, turns out pretty well run franchise. Yeah, it turns out that well run friend right franchises are real a well run. Yeah, you just let them do the thing. <laughs> they don't do um, the things that we uh, that we think are crazy. So yeah, <laughs> the Grizzlies did a lot in this draft. Um, I think that they Walker Kessler. This is my favorite pick of the draft. They ended up trading him to Minnesota. Walker mm-hmm. Kessler going in the first round is just absolute madness to me. Yeah, because yeah. that kid like that's a second round pick. He, now he <laughs> went late first. But that guy should have gone in the second round. If I'm if I'm sitting on the board right then, this I'd rather have uh, Jovich. I'd rather have Ty Ty Washington. I'd rather have Peyton Watson. I was surprised Peyton Watson went in the first. I thought he was a second round pick. Uh huh. Um, I'm interested by this Marjan Bochamp guy. I'm not honestly not very familiar with him either. From the he was a, he was a G League guy when those G League Unite Ignite guys. But I was I was watching some stuff. He was like, you know what? I think he could play. I think I, I'm into him. Sure. I, you know me and human interest stories, right? Zero interest, right? Like human interest. When I hear human interest, I say I'm not interested. That's the way it goes what with me in sports stories, right? Uh-huh. Um, but even <laughs> I, even I was kind of hearing them talk about on the on the broadcast, talk about his journey to get here. Yeah. And I was like, now I'm rooting for that kid. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I, love, I wasn't familiar with that. I, love, I wasn't familiar with him. What was that? I wasn't familiar with him, but yeah, like you like hearing about like, you know, he's like, and just watch him, six five, two hundred pounds, can handle yeah. the ball, sure, yeah. You can never you, talk about never having too many of a guy, especially if you, especially if you're the Milwaukee, and you don't, you're not signing anyone at this point. Your your roster is what it is. Yeah, he, stealing a guy like that is just absolutely yeah, a um, steal. And you know he he. You know, was homeless. He went to like four different high schools. Um, played at like a, a small college, and then ended up with G League Unite or G, G yeah. League Ignite. Sorry, uh, 
Six six wing, twenty one years old. Like put him, put him with Giannis. I feel like Giannis is a nice mentor for him, and I think that's love it. I think that's a nice, uh, a nice pickup from Milwaukee, especially when you're picking twenty fourth, because you got to swing at twenty four. I think it's a mistake that contending teams make, being like, okay, we're a contending team, we're picking twenty fifth, twenty fourth, twenty eighth. We need somebody who can come in and give us minutes. I think that's nope. a mistake. I think they need to swing. Take the guy who could, you think, has the potential to break out on the board. Yep. I don't even care where his draft status is at the point. Yeah. At that point. I don't even care if he's a late second round pick. Just take whoever you think can, can break out. Yeah. Yeah, that's the I, I think that's the best way to go uh, in that situation. Now, if you're if you're building around the fringes of your roster and like you don't see anyone that you think can blow up and that's not you, you don't see a swing, but you do see a rotation piece, then sure, take that player. But, you know, that's not Milwaukee right now. Milwaukee's got a, an eight person rotation that they're set on. Um, yeah, th- they're not trying to add somebody into that right now. I mean, that Pat Connaughton just came back on on honestly less money than he probably could have made on the open market so they've they've got their team they've got their rotation so uh take a swing i love it um the other player the, the player that the grizzlies took that i love they took my guy they took ty ty washington he's uh, gonna be th- they're not they're not keeping him though right like he's going oh, did to they the trade rockets. him yeah he's brockets they traded him to the rockets oh jeez, yeah. i didn't even know that i was yeah. very excited that they kept him they traded yeah. him so Memphis traded both their picks to the Timberwolves, and then the Timberwolves traded that pick to the Rockets. Oh Jesus! Well now I well now I don't like that. You I like Ty, I like it. I, I like him in Houston. I do like Ty Ty Washington Houston, but I was excited yeah. for him to to back up Jabari. <laughs> <laughs> I was well, like, that now, makes perfect now he gets sense. To play next to Jalen Green. Yeah, sure. <laughs> do we like Jalen Green? I haven't decided yet if we like Jalen Green. Um. I like it better than Bill Simmons likes him. It's like <laughs> <laughs> Bill Simmons hates Jalen Green. No, it was a joke, Brandon. It was a joke. He yeah. was joking. I will say. I, I will Jaylen say, Green. and I I have no love for um for Bill Simmons as a commentator. Like I I'm sure I'm sure he's a decent enough person. I I don't know Bill Simmons, but uh, his content I sure struggle with. <laughs> but um but I. Uh, I, I I did listen to that clip, and I I do think that Twitter kind of blew up about it. Yeah, he was he was joking. Obviously. He was he was he, he was clearly joking. Um, but I, it is a good point that you know somebody with that kind of mouth, like, and and I don't mean swearing. I mean like like strong biased takes all the time has yeah. has votes in things that affect players' careers. Do it's, eh, it's I get that that matters. It's so, nonsense. I get Play, that. Um. My Ben's, Bill Simmons last week said that the Warriors were not a dynasty. So, what? How are this, so, how is yeah. this not a dynasty? Uh, because they beat the Celtics, Brandon. It That's was a what. dynasty before this year. Like, <laughs> <laughs> here are my my rules for a dynasty. Here are my rules. Uh-huh. You have to win more than two titles with the same core or of players with the same player or core of players. Okay, That's my rule. So you have so the Warriors more than won, two or two or more, more than two. It can't be okay. two. Okay. You have to win more than two. Then the Warriors won three titles with Clay Durant. Excuse me, Clay uh, Curry and Draymond. That's a dynasty. Yeah. You win three titles with the same core of players. That's a dynasty. Yeah, and and also I would argue that if Durant wasn't there, they still probably would have won those titles or at least been in the finals. So. 
Right. If they don't win those two titles with Durant and they just win this one, not a dynasty. Okay. I would say it's, I would I, I would not fair. call it a dynasty. Yeah. You got to win three. It has to be three with the same core of players. D- Bad Boy Pistons, not a dynasty. They only won two titles. It's a very strong team. The Rockets, mid nineties Rockets, not a dynasty. Very very good team. Maybe strong team. I, I would not refer to that as a dynasty. The Spurs, dynasty. They won five titles with, with Duncan. Duncan and Pop. That's a dynasty. Okay. All right. Three and they won, they, they, won, won, they won three with, like, Duncan, they Parker, won three. and Ginobili, right? So there's two. <laughs> the Spurs are, like, two separate dynasties. Yeah, There's right? the Duncan <laughs> dynasty, and then there's a dynasty within that dynasty of Ginobili and, and Tony Parker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Warriors absolutely count as a dynasty. Bill. <laughs> That's just a weird Bill, take to me. That's just Bill a really just weird wa- take. Bill wants to you, you know what it is. Bill only wants there to be two dynasties in sports. He wants it to be the Celtics and the Pats. Those are the only two dynasties he wants them to be. <laughs> That's what the argument is. The argument is is that you know it has to be longer than that, right? It, it can't just be like a little stretch. It has to be like the the Russell Celtics, which honestly, which obviously is a dynasty. They won like nine titles in eleven years, so yeah. obviously, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's his argument. His argument is that he wants those to be the only two dynasties. That's it. He's stupid. <sighs> but um. <laughs> anyway, enough complaining. Bill Simmons makes my head hurt. Yeah, um, I not my not my favorite analyst. It's you know, <laughs> uh, which is which is weird because like again, I don't have anything bad to say about him, and I like a lot of the stuff he's he's launched. Right, like he's responsible for some of my favorite writers. Um, but yeah, but his content specifically, I just really struggle with it. It's just uh, it always, <laughs> uh, you know, it's it's, it's like just, talking it's... to somebody about football when all the players they bring up are players that are on their fantasy team. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're like, you know who I th- I think Jarvis Landry is gonna blow up this year, and then you check their fantasy team, and they've got three shares of Jarvis Landry. And you're like, oh, hey, okay. I, I feel see. like this is a direct shot at my show high Otani Love. I, f- I feel I feel attacked by this. No, 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 no. Um, also, that's just good sense. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, anyone in the second round stand out as like, um, oh wow, they lasted yeah. until the second round, or oh wow, they I'm could sh- make a, they could make some a rotation. I am shocked Jaden Hardy lasted in the second round. I thought for sure Jaden Hardy would go in the first round. Mm-hmm. Um, the, yeah, I thought he, I thought for sure he'd go above the Marjan Bochamp, but no, he went. What did he go? Thirty seventh, and he got, the Kings traded him. The Kings yeah. are just like no guards, no yeah. guards. Yeah, he ends up with the Mavericks. Yeah, so he's the Mavs. Love it. Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm surprised EJ Liddell from the Ohio State. I'm surprised he lasted into the second round. Uh-huh. People had him mocked in the early twenties. Okay. So yeah, Pelicans ended up with him. Uh, Trevor Keels from Duke. I'm glad he didn't go in the first because like it's nonsense that Duke would have had fir- five first round guys. That's nonsense. <laughs> um. Um. Uh, Griffin. Uh, where did he end up again? Who? AJ Griffin. AJ Griffin. Hawks. Hawks. To Hawks. Him. Okay. Um, I listened to the Dime 
podcast, right, with with our friend Josh Rodriguez, and they did a yep. mock. And the guys, and I can't remember. Forgive me to the, uh, you know, the the his wonderful guests on there. But one of his guests did a breakdown and said AJ Griffin takes a really long time to get his shot off. It's very slow, very slow release. Yes. So so I went to look, and I I mean it's it's a really really slow release. <laughs> Really? <laughs> I yeah. I, I was is. like, this has to be an exaggeration. And then I watched and I went, No, no, that's not an exaggeration. It's, um yeah. all he does is shoot. And I don't think he can shoot in the NBA because yeah. I just don't think he's gonna have time. So This is the he's a bigger he's a bigger Jimmer Fredette. This was right? the Jimmer Fredette argument I had was that Jimmer Fredette is a great shooter. But it just takes him a second and a, it takes him a second and a half too long to get yeah. that shot off. <laughs> it's it's one of the reasons Myers Leonard could never really yeah. develop into a consistent outside threat. Like I mean, he he had some games right, but when it came down to it, it was too easy to guard him. Um, yeah, because it took him too long to shoot, and I that's a problem for me. So sixteen Atlanta, that's my I, I I'm out. The- I'm out, man. I'm I I am with you 100. percent I'm out on AJ Griffin. I don't think that guy's gonna be able to get a shot off. Uh, yeah. It's what makes Steph so deadly, is because yeah. that shot's up before you can even react to it. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's like that's you get that shot off at a hot second. You don't have a chance to recover. Yeah, if Trey he gives you a jab Trey, step, Trey. yeah, Trey's the same. Trey way. Young the, too. The shots out. He give you a little jab step and you react to it, and then that shot's up before you can even recover. Yep. Like that's what makes them so deadly. AJ Griffin taking three seconds to get that shot off. Teams are just going to be able to close out on him. Yeah, he can work on that. He's going to have to work on that release a lot, though. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Um, for for best shooter in the draft, I, I feel like it's gonna. He still needs some work on it. Yeah, yeah. I, I maybe he'll turn out. You know, rooting for him, but I. Eh. <laughs> yeah he does he definitely gives me silo pause. silo players with one skill and the skill looks like it may not translate yeah <laughs> that's the thing i said about the draft in general though this year is like i didn't feel i don't feel like there's any player in the draft that is elite at anything yeah i feel like there's a lot of good players in the draft like i think Panchero's a good player but i don't think there's any elite like there's no elite shooter I don't think there's no elite defender. There's no elite rebounder. You know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. just, like, nobody. There's, like, that guy is going to be the best rebounder in the league. Yeah. Or that guy has is going to be, like, one of the – like, when LaMelo came out. He's like, LaMelo is an elite passer. We see that. We see he has that skill. He's going to be one of the best passers. Like, we don't know if he can shoot. We don't know if he can do a lot of things. But we know he can pass the ball. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um. So – Tell, tell me about Oklahoma City. So we know Chet Holmgren, right? Um, they yep. cashed in some chips though to trade in they to did. trade in and get Usman Ding, uh, and then they got Jalen Williams as well. So those are their three guys, top twelve, all top twelve picks: uh, Chet Holmgren, Usman Ding, and uh, and Jalen Williams. Tell me what you think of this new trio that they're adding to that young core. Love it. I love it. You know, I well, you know, I don't love Chet, but I love the <laughs> I love the addition of talent. They need it's, – it's one of those things where it's like they can't go wrong at this point. They, we can look back five years from now and say this was wrong, but adding three top 12 guys to a team full of lottery – full of, of picks going forward and full of young talent, like, yeah, like you honestly just, just throw them in there and see what happens. They're making like a – they're making a stew. You know, you throw your potatoes in there, you throw your carrots. Like, huh? Eh, throw some, yeah. some celery in there. Let's see. Yeah. Maybe we hate celery. 
<laughs> yep. But yeah, I I think all those guys can play together. Um, my my feelings on Chet Holmgren, you know, aside, I I, I do think it's a it's a worthwhile swing for them. Mm-hmm. Um, if that if that guy connects, then changes the entire trajectory of their franchise. I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm I, I, I'm not a dang guy. Yeah, it just kind of it just kind of seems like another guy to me. Yeah, I don't know anything about him. I'm not gonna pretend. I don't. I'm, I'm not gonna pretend like I've watched three seconds of him. So I've I've just again. I'll, obviously, all I've seen is YouTube stuff. He just seems very another guy to me. Yeah, YouTube stuff though. Like, don't don't discount that. Like, that's how scouting works nowadays. When you're not, you know, a scout, right? Is you. But the cool thing is, everything is on YouTube. Like football. Yeah. Football is fantastic. There are people, and God bless people who do this, right? But like, right, there, there are people that just dissect or, or just like cut out um, all of the plays of one player in an in a given game. So I can go and easily watch every play from a receiver for like four different games. And every single play, not just the receptions, not just the targets, but every single play so I can see where the player is lining up, if they win coming off the line, what kind of blocking they're doing, what kind of routes they're running, and how they're doing, instead of just watching that. It's it's amazing what you can find on YouTube and what you can do. So, uh, th- yeah, so um, don't worry. Like, YouTube is legit. That's legit looking at, at, at that <laughs> stuff. It's how, it's how we see these guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, yeah, like, no one's watching – where was he? In New Zealand? No one's watching the New Zealand Breakers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Except, except Masai. Masai is there. Oh, Mas- oh, Masai was there. He was there. I guarantee – I guarantee Masai's been to a game. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, OKC continues to build an interesting roster. We'll see what happens. They've got a lot going on on that roster, man. Yeah. Like, like sooner or later, I don't. Th- we're definitely not there yet, but sooner or later, that roster is gonna have to start making sense. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, top three dynasty basketball rookie picks. If you if you have the top Ooh. three dynasty rookie picks this year. Ooh, I love this question. It's just fantasy. This is just fantasy. Dynasty fantasy choice. My first, the number one pick is Shane Sharp. Yeah, I love this. I love this. I thought that's my, you that's might my go Jaden Ivy. I thought Ivy might be no. the, the call there. No, I'm taking. I think you're taking the dynasty pick. I mean, I get his entire career. Give yeah. me sharp. That guy can score. I don't know if he's gonna play defense. I don't. He might just be a volume scorer. Yeah, that's what I want. He I might shoot it. twenty times a game and, and score twenty five points. We don't even know yet. <laughs> Give it. him to me. I want it. I love um, it. Two, I've, I've, I've probably, I've probably Benchero. Okay, okay. I, think, I, think Benchero, I wonder Benchero, if Benchero is going to put like the stat stuffing. He I reminds if he's gonna me. Do that. He's going to. He seems like an eighteen, eight and four guy. That's what he seems like to okay. me. Okay, that makes sense. That's a, that's worth the pick then. I think that, which I think you know, kind of like would make it worthwhile to like just a solid eighteen, eight and four guy for like eight years. Yeah, I'll go for that. What about Jabari uh, Smith as a 2010 guy on a 20 win team? That seems that seems right. <laughs> it's <seems laughs> like his destiny. Um, so third, I'd probably go Jabari. Okay. Chet Holmgren, like if Chet, if I felt like Chet was a better three point shooter, or would be a better three point shooter, Chet would be. I just I feel like fantasy wise, Chet's just gonna be one of those guys that just it's just never a, a fantasy guy. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like he's just gonna like twelve point six rebounds, 
you can get those guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I would go Shaden Sharp because I feel like he's gonna. I feel like Shaden. I feel like I'm just telling you, man. Like, listen, I said this before the draft. I said this when we did our podcast on you Monday. Did. If if there's one player in this draft that we're gonna that people could look back on in five years and be like, how did he go at seven? It's gonna be Shaden Sharp. I feel like it's gonna be look really silly in hindsight. I love it. I, I, I may have read and digested, um, you know, hours of video and content on Shade to Sharp since last night. It's very possible. Because <laughs> I remember, like, two weeks ago when I was in Europe, I was looking at stuff on, on guys. This is what I did a lot of stuff. And I was watching him, and I was like, why is this guy not top three? Like, he looks better than – I would so much rather have him than Chet. What are we doing? Like, like – <laughs> What are we talking about here? <laughs> uh, I, Chet, I, I love it. Chet, I love it. I hope you're right, man. I hope you're right. Chet's seven foot. We're, we're, we're intrigued with those seven foot guys that can handle the ball now. That's the mm-hmm. thing. Uh, those seven footers that can handle the ball. It's like, but, but Chet and Sharp, I, 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 we've seen this guy a hundred times. Like, we've, this, this is a guy that we've seen be productive in the NBA. Yep. I don't know. <laughs> The, that's my, <laughs> easily my favorite player in the draft. I think Ben Chero's the best player in this draft right now. But I, the, but I think that Shaden Sharp could or will end up being the best player in the draft. Yeah, I I love this. This I I need every episode. I'm going to ask you that question just so you can tell me <laughs> uh, that Shane answer. Sharp. Okay. Listen, uh, t- listen. Now, whenever uh, the season starts and he's garbage and can't get on the court, we're erasing all of this. We're erasing all of this from the podcast. No, no, (laughs) we're not doing that. Look, look, summer league MVP Shaden Sharp is going to (laughs) is going to revolutionize the lineup for Portland and will win unanimous rookie of the year. Yeah. I'm just saying, this has the potential to be the chairman of the Dwayne's guys. This, this has the potential. <laughs> the chairman, I love it. <laughs> he could be the chairman. <laughs> or at least the co-chair with Mario Hazonia. Hazonia's the current chairman. Uh, yeah, Mario Hazonia is definitely high up, uh, high ranking in the, in the Dwayne's guys. I was guys. so in on Mario Hazonia. <laughs> uh, him and Derek Williams. Derek Williams is really high up there. I was too, in on so. Derek Williams too, yeah. Oh. Yeah, you love. Hey, we're not worried. Hey, listen, we're not worried about that because we got Scotty Barnes. Scotty Barnes is in the building. Scotty Barnes is absolutely there. Scotty Barnes is 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 on the billboard outside (laughs) of the Dwayne's guys' headquarters. I was in on Scotty Barnes. All right, buddy. Let's 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 end this. We'll come back next week. We'll start. Let's start our uh, divisions, right? Let's do a division yeah. next week because free agency won't Football. kick off until after we record next week. So, um, yeah, free so agency do... is the next week, right? What was that? Free agency is the following week. Not yeah, yeah, yeah. Week, it's it's after week. we record next week, is what I mean. So, yeah. okay. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll do a, an NFL division next week, which I'm excited. I'm excited to talk football. I'm excited. I've been let's writing a lot, looking a lot at football. I'm ready for it. So. Let's go. I'm ready. All right. So before we go, let me just mention it really helps us out. If you go to Apple Podcasts, subscribe, leave us a nice review. So please do. And that does it for this week. You can find us on Facebook, download us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. Check us out at twoguyspodcast.com. You should also follow us on Twitter at twoguysdwayne and at twoguysbrandon. Go listen to Serge Severe. His music is dope. 
And uh, apologies, as always, to Ryan Tannehill. So uh, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you with another episode next week. It's that infinite, fill in the gap synonyms. Extract minerals, twist it and dash cinnamon. Flavorful, neighbors sniff it from the kitchen. We cooking up that supreme wrap, and then we dish it. Yo. Your attention's on the fire. Cause on the mic, I call experience. I'm like a giant. I'm like a giant. I'm like a giant. I'm like a giant.